Welcome to the Mission Driven Podcast, the show designed to empower, educate, and encourage you to stay focused and committed to your mission. I'm your host, AC Cristales. Let's get ready to roll. Thank you so much for joining me on Mission Driven with AC Cristales. For this week's episode, I'm interviewing two gentlemen who are doing great things through their nonprofit organization and speaking and empowerment company. I'm excited because this was my first two-person interview podcast that I recorded. So as we continue in 2020, we're just doing big things, baby. You know how it is. Uh, We keep moving forward. I hope you guys have been doing great. And I wish you guys nothing but the best. Here's the interview. Hope you guys enjoy it. Thank you so much for joining me on Mission Driven with AC Cristales. Today, I have the honor of having my first ever podcast episode where I interview two guests. And I'm excited to have these brothers in the house. They do a lot of great work here in the Dallas Metroplex area with our young people. So without further ado, allow me to introduce to you D&J Empowerment Group, Darrell Harper and Jeff Marcel. Yes, sir. How hey, you doing? What's going on? How you guys doing? Doing, doing good, good, man. All right, man. I appreciate y'all coming out here on an early Saturday morning. <laughs> so thank y'all so much for that. Uh, so before we get started, I want to do something that I've done. I've started doing this um, this podcast season. It's kind of just, it's a 30-second hot seat questions, all right? So all right. I'm just going to ask y'all. Both of y'all can answer, right? So, or y'all can, y'all can round robin however y'all want to do it. But I'm going to go ahead and set the timer. Here we go. And, uh, <laughs> you can start and I'll And I'll do these questions, right? Here we go. Here's the first one. Start the timer. All right, Jordan or LeBron? I'm a LeBron man. Jordan. Favorite movie? Blade. Lifetime. I mean, Life with Martin Lawrence and Eddie Murphy. All right, best concert you've been to? Kenny G with my dad. Lecrae. Favorite food? Ooh, pupusas. Man, mine's got to be a good burger. Place you want to travel to? Maldives. I want to, yeah, mine is uh, Bora Bora. All right, if you, uh, if you could be anything in the world, what would you be? Man, what I'm doing right now. Yep. All right. I like that. All right. Yep. See? All right. There we go. Okay. Very good. I don't so, even know if it's the Maldives, Maldives. Maldives. <laughs> I never know. The Maldives. Hey, if you're listening out there, we said it wrong. Just let us know. We'll, yeah. fix, it. we'll yeah. fix it for the next one. All right. All right. Very good, guys. So let's just go ahead and get into it. Just start. Um, one of the things, you know, before we get into the question. So uh, the reason why I wanted to ask you guys to, to join me on the podcast, you know, we were talking, you know, off before we started recording about the educators that I've had you know, on here, but even though you guys don't work per se in a school, you guys are still educators. And that's one of the things that I want to make clear to the listeners out there, right? You don't have to necessarily work in an education setting to be an educator. If you have people that are looking up to you, people who go to you for advice, you're an educator because you're providing, you know, you're providing guidance and lessons to help people. So right. you guys are educators. So we're going to go ahead and get started. Just start by providing the listeners with some brief information about your background and family. So me personally, man, I, I came from a, a single parent home, man. I'm from uh, Hugo, Oklahoma. So I came from a single parent home where my mom raised four of us by herself um, for a majority of my life, man. She was, um, she finally got married when I was probably like 14 years old. But at that age, you know, as a young man, I'm saying I really don't need a man at this point. You know, 14 years old, you know, that's my mindset at that age. Um, but grew up um, the oldest of the four. And so um, I got a job at 14 years old to help my mom because I seen her, you know, struggling uh, my entire life. Well, not not the majority, but a good chunk of my, my childhood. I seen my mom struggling to the point that uh, um, I felt like I needed to help her. And so I went and got a job at a local grocery store and worked there. But I on top of that, playing four sports, okay. uh, you know, uh, football was really my thing. But I love and 
in baseball, but I love basketball and I love uh, just track because it, it, I think in the beginning I did track because uh, all my friends were doing it. Mm-hmm. And you ask yourself, man, who loves running? But I began to love it because I, I started to love doing the high jump and mm-hmm. I started to uh, love doing uh, the 800, mm-hmm. which now is pretty much a sprint. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, and then, you know, grew up and... Went on to play college football at McPherson College in McPherson, Kansas. Uh, moved to Dallas back in 2002, and then that's where I met Jeff back okay. in, in uh, believe it or not, both pushing carts at Walmart. Oh, really? Back in, okay, in, in, wow, all right. <laughs> back in 2002, man. <laughs> okay. So, you know, um, just, you know, came from a, a grounded family, but really uh, in a, a together family. You know, we did a lot together, and so until now. You know, I do a lot now with my kids, my exactly. wife and my kids. So good. it just bled into who I am today. That's that foundation you have, yep. right? So let me, I want to piggyback from something you said. So you're playing four sports. Mm-hmm. A lot of the times, you know, and I remember, I'm sure it was like that for, for everybody in here. You know, we just want to be active. So yep. whether we could play ball or not, let me just try out for a basketball team, which you don't really see now with a lot of the kids now. Correct. I was actually talking about that yesterday with one of the, the soccer parents. My mm-hmm. daughter plays soccer. And I'm like, you know, when Isabella gets to middle school, man, I want her to try everything. You yep. know, try basketball, mm-hmm. try volleyball. If you like it, you don't like it, at least you're active. Yep. Because yep. there's, there's an importance of being active. Absolutely. Right? Thanks for sharing that. What about you, Jeff? Uh, mine's, a, you know, a little bit uh, simpler. Uh, you know, was, I'm a military brat. My dad was in the Army. Uh, so my dad met my mom in Korea. So for those of you that don't know, my, my dad is black. My mom's Korean. I was born on the military base. Uh, then, you know, obviously moved out here to the States. And just kind of was all over, man, uh, all over the States, got stationed in Germany, which that was a, probably a good chunk of my life where I learned a lot, you know what I mean? Played sports, flag football, basketball. Um, and then when my dad retired in like 96, that's when we moved here to, uh, to Texas and it was uh, in Garland. And just the rest of my life kind of, you know, middle school, high school, uh, just, you know, my whole thing was I was going to be in the NBA. That, okay. was, that was my goal. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, and then, you know, shortly realized that, you know, I better start studying. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I better start studying. So, um, yeah. And then, you know, went to Richland uh, and then transferred to U- University of North Texas, you know, got my degree. But, you know, in that process was working, you know, trying to make a little bit of cash. And like I said, that's how we met. And, uh, you know, just one of those things where my dad was always, you know, my dad was a, a country, poor country boy from Louisiana. So hard work is all he knew. He was the oldest of seven. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And uh, and then my mom was just a very ambitious person. Just, you know, push, 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 push. And that's kind of what gave me the drive to just always want to do something more. Like nothing has, it's good and bad. Like nothing's ever enough. You know, it's like, I know there's more. So I try to do more and more. Um, and the funny part is that like, as me and him started to grow in our friendship and obviously now it's a, a brotherhood and a, and a deep bond. That's the one thing um, me and him, you know, really kind of vibe with the easiest it's it's we're never satisfied and that's why you know like i tell people like i'll I'll go to battle with this dude because i know at the end of the day he's never going to give you less than a hundred percent and i and this is why what we do works so well and Mm -hmm. i i couldn't see myself working with anybody else but that's just a little bit about me my family man just always been i'm only child so i I have selfish ways i'm not gonna lie about that (laughs) you know what i mean but uh my mom and dad did everything in their power to give me Anything and everything I needed, nothing yeah. less. Uh, you know, not to say that we didn't have struggles, but they just made sure that they took the brunt of the struggle okay. before I did. So, yeah, man. That's mm-hmm. good, man. It's honorable right there, man. So, you know, in terms of your organization, DJ Empowerment Group, man, you know, this podcast, Mission Driven, you know, I truly believe that everybody on this earth has been placed with a mission. You know, sometimes <laughs> it takes 
you know, people a lot longer Absolutely. time to find it, but we all have a mission, excuse me, we all have a purpose. So what's your guys' mission and how does that look like on, on a day-to-day -day basis? Man, so really, um, DNJ Empowerment Group was created to encourage, inspire, and empower communities. Um, whatever that looks like, you know, it's whatever the need is, right? Okay. And so, um, like, for instance, we go, obviously, we speak at schools. We spoke at schools for the past two weeks. Um, we do youth events, youth impact events um, that we get kids involved in their communities and to, in order to be a part of uh, the youth impact event, they have to do community service. They have to make A's on tests and, mm -hmm. and, and A's in core, core subjects, not just PE. Yeah. You, know, <laughs> you, have to, you have to apply yourself a little bit more. And then we also, um, you know, we um, through our nonprofit, Straight Up Nation, we uh, give bikes away for Christmas. Okay. Um, we do Thanksgiving meals. We also have done laptops in the past as well um, to graduating seniors. And so... Um, the things that we do in these communities is to really give a little hope. Like sometimes sure. these, these kids, these families, these communities lose hope. Um, and we just want to be that light in this dark world um, to where we're just giving back and, and giving them a little bit of hope to keep pushing just a little bit more. Mm -hmm. um, um, and so ultimately, man, that's really what we do, whatever the need is. you know. Yeah. But speaking has become probably the centerfold of all of it. Um, okay. The giving part, we've separated from mm -hmm. DNJ and we've put it with uh, Straight Up Nation. Okay. And um, and the speaking has been huge. Okay. Um, we just recently came out with uh, a book we call the Straight Up Playbook, and it's values that we give to um, our youth, businesses. It doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. It's values that that have stood the test of time. Okay. That we want to uh, help people uh, use. We call it the um, the game plan to achieve greatness. Is okay. what we call it. Very good. So that that wasn't in the questions, but you got me curious, man. Give me give me one value right now. Throw me a yeah. value there. So one of the ones, man, that I like the most on there is uh, character counts. Okay. Um, you know, we let people, we let the kids know, like when we were speaking to them the other day, is that, you know, it's doing the right thing when nobody's looking. It's not just when your teacher's eyeing you and saying, do this. It's not when your parents or whoever, you know, in a job setting your superior. It's always having that integrity and, and do, you know, doing what's right 100% of the time. Like that's, that should be the core of who you are. Uh, one of the examples I, I gave and I always give is, you know, we've lived that all our lives. Mm -hmm. So somebody could literally say, hey, Darrell did X, Y, Z. Darrell is this bro. Jeff, you know, he's a jerk. X, Y, Z. And 100 percent of the time, anybody that knows us, the first thing they'd be like, no, like, what do you know? That's impossible yeah. Yeah. because we've we built that type of integrity and character mm -hmm. through how we act every day for sure um you know for people to just you know that that their first notion is like that's impossible because yeah. that's not how that that's not how they live mm -hmm. um and just letting kids know that that's how you have to be you can't be one way this time and then one way another you mm -hmm. know it's just 100 percent integrity the full time so that's one of the one of the key values yeah. that we you know one of them that we teach yeah, yeah. okay awesome there you, you know good. When, when uh we just spoke at a school and we went through what six classes i think yeah and out of those six classes, we one of Jeff's questions to the kids uh, was, "What is what are what is one of the values mm -hmm. that you picked up from the ones that we showed you?" Yeah, and every one of them was, "Don't be afraid." Yep, okay. it was one that they that that the grabbed them. Okay, every class, yeah. like we, we Jeff pick a kid and they say and he say, "Which one?" And they say, "Don't be afraid." Yeah, and and that one, so that let me know like yeah. moving forward, yeah. like. 
like that one is one that really resonates yeah. with, with with the youth. Yeah. Uh, and so that that's huge. But don't be afraid was a big one because we the way you explain it is huge. Uh, we want we don't want them to be afraid to fail. We don't okay. want them to be afraid to raise their hand in class. We don't want them to be afraid to. I said I said annoy your teacher. Yeah. She should be annoyed that you keep raising <laughs> your hand because you don't understand it. Yeah, you want to understand sure. it for sure. I mean, it shows that they're interested, right? That, yeah. That's that's one of the things. You know, if you don't ask questions, how are we gonna know to Correct. help you? So let me let me ask you guys this, man. What what, what do you think? Why do you think that resonated so much with them, that, that whole topic of, of not being afraid? In your opinion, you know, working with young people, you guys have been doing this for a couple of years now. What do you think that is? I mean, I personally think that it's because they are. Okay. You know, the, um, and, and I think you kind of, when you tell them don't be afraid, I think you kind of release them from it. You okay. kind of tell them, hey, like, you don't have to be afraid to raise your hand. It's okay. Like, mm-hmm. it doesn't matter what people think of you because you, you don't get it. You know, you need help. Raise your hand and get that help. Um, Don't be afraid to fail because in in life, like a bunch, when you ask a bunch of those kids what they want to be, you know, I mean, man, it was unreal. Like I I was like, whoa, you guys are like 10. Yeah. Um, But they wanted to be inventors. One guy, one kid wanted to invent something so people who couldn't walk could walk. Okay. Yeah. And uh, and it was great for him to say those things, you know, at that age because... He has a vision already of what mm-hmm. he truly wants to do and what he truly wants to be. Yeah. And so when we hear, when we say, don't be afraid, it kind of releases them and says, you know what? I don't have to be afraid. Exactly. Like, I can do this. I exactly. am destined to do something great with my life. And this is it. Like, exactly. this could be it. Yeah. And I think the factor to that is just how uh, the internet and social media mm-hmm. is nowadays. Because when we were younger, you, you had a, the ability to kind of get away from that. Yeah. You know, you, you were either in a group setting and if people were saying things that make you felt uncomfortable or afraid to express yourself, you you can distance yourself from yeah. that, right? But yeah. now it's hard to do that because social media, our phones are mm-hmm. s- such a part of our lives yep. that there's no way of getting away from it. So people or society nowadays makes you, like if you, if you fail, even at the smallest thing, you get ridiculed, you get yeah. chastised. Mm-hmm. And so now people just keep to themselves and now they're saying like, well, if I just don't do anything, I can't make a mistake and yeah. I can't. So I think that's kind of the biggest thing is just kind of how society is built now to where it's just everybody, everybody's, you know, they call them keyboard warriors. Yeah, you know? yeah. They, <laughs> say, they say X, Y, Z, but yeah. knowing if you get to them face to face, it's a different story. Yeah. So um, I think that's kind of one of the huge things and, uh, you know, and, and, and not to say, not to like I'm saying it in a bad way, but I think kids nowadays they're a little more sensitive yeah. to certain things. So it's just you know being able to get them comfortable with you know, hey, it's okay, man. Like you can make it past this. It's just one little blip in your life yeah. if you look at the whole you know mm-hmm. aspect sure. of it. So for sure. And I think you know what it, what it comes down to, and thinking you know about what you guys are saying. You know, we're all parents. You know, we all have kids. Yes. Yep. Yep. And these are conversations that I know we've had with our kids. Absolutely. And sometimes. You know, working in education as long as I have, you know that parents don't share this information. Yeah. They don't share that it's okay for them to fail. It's kind of like you just mm-hmm. go to school and do your thing or whatever. But yeah. it's important to have this communication with your kids because Correct. we are their biggest advocates. So if we're not speaking life into them, if we're not telling them, hey, you need to try. If we're not telling them, you know, hey, like yesterday, I'll share this real quick. So yesterday, my daughter had a game. Mm-hmm. You know, um, it was the semifinals. If they won, they would play on Sunday. Mm-hmm. They lost, right? So, you know, she's tearing up, you know. And I'm like, all right, well, she didn't get that from me, right? No, but anyways, but I was like, I'm like, baby, it's gonna be all right. You know, you're gonna be good. You know, because you gotta learn. You gotta learn that you know, losing is a part of life too. Yeah. You know, so what are you gonna do the next time? Correct. You know, did you give it your all? Yep. And if you can say that you gave it your all, 
okay, we're good to go. Let's just go for the next one. And again, it's a conversation with a 10-year-old. And you're sometimes thinking, do they really get it? Yeah. But it starts like that. Yeah. Yes, you know, exactly. it starts like that because then the flip side is a kid turns 13 and 14 and they've never heard that. And then you're trying to instill in that when it should have started when they were young. Right. Yes, and I've correct. seen that. You know, I was a middle school assistant principal for, for nine years, man. And and I remember having parents like, what can I do to 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 win my kid what can I do he, you know he's you know doing this he's acting crazy I'm like it should have started when he was yep. five mm-hmm. like it's too late I mean not too late now but it's but gonna it's be a lot harder now be harder. Exactly. because you're 13 14 you know mm-hmm. now they're you know adolescents and they're going through their their, their changes so yeah that's good man I like that don't that's be afraid crazy. I mean I think I think you hit it real hard right because like if you don't teach them that failure is okay like then they'll struggle yeah. Especially later, right? So, so, like with him, what I teach with my son, uh, what I teach him is that failure is okay, right? As long as you give me your best effort. For sure. All I ask for when we're on the baseball field, when he's on the foot, give me your best effort. Mm-hmm. If you can give me your best effort, that's all I can ask for. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, we can live with the outcome. Exactly. But can you live with that internally if you don't give everything you got? Exactly. Because mm-hmm. you probably could have won. What yeah. if you could have won if you'd have just gave that everything exactly. you had inside? So, yeah, that's that's you. You hit it on the nose, man. Yeah, that's, that's it. it. I mean, you just got to give it your all. And I think, you know, it's like that for us as adults, too, you know? So, it you is. know. Absolutely. Man, at the end of the day, can we go to sleep and can we have peace about what we did? Yep. Yeah. You know, for you guys, right? You know, you're doing your your empowerment group and your nonprofit and at the end of the day I'm, I'm sure like well after these speaking engagements right like man did I give it all because yeah. I'm sure you're your biggest critics I feel, oh, yeah, like, yeah. I feel <laughs> like that too after I speak you know I'm like man I could have said this exactly. I could have done that yes. <laughs> like, like man bitch. Yeah. but at the end of the day did I give it my all did I prepare my yeah. best yes. and if I can say yes I'm like alright God you know I did it exactly. let's go for the next one absolutely yeah. very good so what is you know you guys have kind of you know touched on this a little bit but what are some other influences and reasons why you started your organization um man it's just i've always just had a, a, a thing to just always help people like th- throughout my life uh, the people that i've met the friendships that i've had no matter what they were going through i always just had this strong you know something inside me like i needed what can i do to help them like what anything you know even if it was something outside of the realm of what i knew or experienced you know i was always trying to find ways to get people past whatever pain point they were doing. And, and, and like I said, you know, going through school and then being in corporate world, you know, it was like, all right, I was going through the paces of go to school, get a job, you know, all that stuff. Mm -hmm. But it it just something I was like, man, it just, I don't feel right. Like I was like, I'm doing good, yeah, but it's just not fulfilling. I still feel empty. Yeah. And uh, he came to me because he was kind of already doing that a little bit at one of his mm-hmm. previous jobs. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I'm just like, yo, I was like, man, it's dope. And he's like, man, you know what? I, I think it's time for me to kind of really branch off and really do this outside of it. Mm-hmm. And I was like, bro, I was like, let's do it. And he was like, you want to do it? I was like, let's come on. Yeah. And that journey just started. But it's, it's just always been that for me. Yeah. That's kind of what, you know, I, I see so many people struggle, you know, like, like I said, my dad was in the military, yeah. so he was in Vietnam and he was in Desert Storm. Obviously, I wasn't born when he was in Vietnam, but when he was in Desert Storm, I saw my mom go through so many pains and emotions. Yeah. And it's like, you know, anybody that's your mom, you want to just yeah. feel that way. But I was like, I feel like that way with anybody. It could be a complete stranger. If I see pain in their face, it, I know it's awkward just to come up to a stranger and be like, hey, but that's just how I feel. Yeah. You know what I mean? So that's kind of what's 
that what drives me and you know why you know I'm completely I love what we do and you know and I'll do this for the rest of my life but, that, but that's awesome man because what if you know because Darrell you talked about this man you, you know you talk about being the light so what if you were placed in that situation to be the light for that person right? yeah and, and you never know man exactly. you know what I'm saying you never yeah. know you know what if what if in that moment you know like, alright Jeff you know obviously there's not an audible voice that says Jeff yeah, you gotta go right. talk to him but inside you feel like man I need to help this person out. Yes. So you talking about, you know, you feel people's pain and you want to help them. That's a gift, brother. Yeah. So for sure, man. I like that. Anything else in terms of influences and reasons? No, it all started, like you said, it all started for me back probably when I back in my childhood as well. Um, you know, the little things that I was doing, the pain, the hurt that I feel for people, man. Um, I have a genuine hurt for people uh, when I see them struggling. Um, and, you know, all of this came, so that's, you know, for me, all of it has started from this, right? So mm -hmm. even even before it all started, like I had started a nonprofit years ago with, by myself, trying to do it by myself. Yeah. It was called Striving for Significance. And uh, it failed. I don't think it failed because it wasn't my calling. I mm -hmm. think it failed because it the, because of timing. Yeah, yeah for sure. I, I, was, it, I was ahead of it. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, I didn't have a support system as I do now. Mm -hmm. um, and so, but I was doing things, and and the, the part that got me the most was was I, I used to um, run the firehouse uh, firehouse subs out in Murphy, and um, um, I used to cater to schools. Mm -hmm. and one of the schools was donating. I mean, one of the schools would buy their meals from me mm -hmm. for the football team, so the football team could eat before they yeah. went and played. Well, oh, they got good stuff. Huh? Oh man, we got them homemade sandwiches back <laughs> in middle school. You know, right. <laughs> they got firehouse subs. Like, we yeah, exactly. Gotta, we had a coach making them. Here you go. Yeah. <laughs> Take this baloney yeah, and be man. happy. So we gave them. So um, so she, all the kids were able to participate. So I gave them a really cheap price, yeah. really to the point that I barely was making any money off yeah, of them because yeah. right? it's, it's a school. Yeah, and uh, uh, about eight to twelve kids couldn't afford it. Okay, um, and so. The lady slipped up one day and said it to me. She, yeah. Well, she wasn't trying to. Yeah, yeah. We were just in the conversation, and she said it, and I, and I looked, and I said, oh, this isn't for all the kids? And she was like, no, I got about eight to 12 kids that I make peanut butter and jelly sandwiches for and, and mm -hmm. stuff like that. And I was like, oh, no, that's not. Yeah. Um, and so literally the next week when she came and gave me the order, I added eight, I think I added 12 mm -hmm. more boxes yeah. with those and said, hey, these are just... Uh, boxes that I'm paying for out of my pocket. I yeah. want these kids to eat for as sure. well. For sure. um, that became something because when I seen those kids for the so immediately that next that same week, yeah. the coach asked me to come speak okay. to the team. So mm -hmm. I went and spoke to the seventh and eighth grade teams, and then those boys who re, who were anonymous, they wouldn't tell me, mm -hmm. but um, you can kind of see which yeah, ones it man. were because of the way they were really thanking me. Mm -hmm. um, uh, came up to me, man, and it became something bigger, right? Okay. And so I felt something inside. It's like, man, I got to do something with this. And that's where striving for significance came from. It came from a place of seeing people hurt. Yeah, for sure. And thinking that a calling a sandwich special food. Yeah. When have you ever called a sandwich a special food? Yeah. To me as a kid, a steak yeah. was a special food. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, something that was like... Yeah, for special like, occasions. Really, yeah, yeah. Like, like yeah. Well, not a sandwich. Yeah. And so, yeah. Um, so it, all of this stuff just came from a place of... of Man, just seeing people struggle, seeing my mom struggle, but seeing people struggle and saying, "Man, I want to help. How yeah. can I help?" Um, and you're right; it is it, it does come from God. It's something that God places inside sure. of you. Each and every one of us has a gift that God has given us, and so how do we use it though? Mm -hmm. And so that's where it comes from. We feel like we can use it in a way mm -hmm. that benefits others. Yeah. Like mm -hmm. We can we can pull it out. We can build something, pull it out, yeah. and, sh and and just give it to everybody we possibly can. Sure. That's good, man. That's a good story because you know what it is in terms of. 
what you guys are doing now. I mean, it was birthed from that. Yep. You know? Yeah. So even though the name is different, it's still the same, the same mission, same. Obviously, you've added some things that you want to do. It's funny you say that. So, um, you know, I've known Jeff's wife since, since I was a teenager, man. Yeah. So when I was 15 years old, I started doing, you know, gospel rap, Christian rap. Absolutely. And so this that. is funny, man. Uh, one of my cousins is getting married in a couple of months. And so me and his younger brother on a little text text thread and he sent a picture and it was a picture of because we used to be called God's Eternal Coalition, GEC. And it was a picture of like a little like a drawing that said God's Eternal Coalition. I was like, man, that's like 1996, 97, man. Like, where'd you find that, man? But you see, and now here it is, you know, doing what I do, you know, AC Speaks or whatever, Crystallis Leadership Group. I mean, it's all birth from that, man. Yeah, that's the thing, you know. Absolutely. I mean, even you, Jeff, you talk about when you were young, you know, you came here and, you know, you saw things going through, like all that, like, I truly feel God was placed. Now, here it is. Here are these seeds. Yes. And now yep. it comes yes. out. Now, real, like, man. it's all about timing. Right yep. now, it's like, okay, here it is. You know, yeah, so man. that's yeah. good. Good stuff, man. So, in terms of um, you guys have done a lot of great work, What are, share with us, you know, one or two stories of individuals or groups of individuals whose lives have been impacted and changed because of the work your organization does. So we've been telling. Yeah, so okay. there was... Uh, we in our youth impact event, right? Okay. It was our first one. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was at Trinity Forest Adventure Park. Uh, so that uh, that place we did a lot of team building with the kids and kind of got them out their comfort zone. There was one kid. Um, it was actually uh, a friend of Evelyn, like sh- mm-hmm. her friend's son. Mm-hmm. She she asked like, "Can my son please?" But I was like, "Of course, like yes, please." Yeah. I don't know. I don't know her. Don't know him. You know, but you know, saw him. I was like, "Hey, how you doing?" immediately he just had this very standoffish put offish type you know okay you know cool yeah so throughout the whole event like don't touch me don't mm-hmm. talk don't, like yeah. if you talk to him very little response you, yeah. you could just see the coldness in yeah him. and so like you know i i told Darrell, i was like man i was like here you know i told him prior i said this is this is him he said okay so we were just chipping away especially Darrell, but we had a lot of volunteers and they were mm-hmm. uh, helping us too you know mm-hmm. so they we're just chipping at him, chipping at him, chipping at him. And like by the end of it, it was pretty much like almost like a full day type mm-hmm. thing that we did. And by the end, he's laughing with us. Yeah. He's laughing with other kids. He knows nobody. Yeah. Like literally nobody other than his mom. Yeah. So he's joking with other kids. He's doing the core. Before, he didn't want to do it. Well, one, I, he just didn't want to be a part of it. Two, I ended up finding out he's afraid, definitely afraid of heights. Yeah. Conquered both. Oh, yep. wow. Yes. I mean, like, because they have one where it's, like, different tiers, obviously, because, yeah. you know, if you're scared of heights, you're scared of heights. Yeah. He was on the tallest one with mm-hmm. one of our volunteers. Yeah. And I'm like, yo, so I'm like, that's awesome, right? You know, one of the things that we always talk about is we we, we hope that everything we do is a lasting effect, yeah. not just for that day. For sure. Well, got an update about a month or two ago. His mom was saying that, like, they don't argue or fight anymore. Yeah. He's dramatically improved in school his attitude is way more positive and just the relationship overall has really blossomed into something that she's always prayed about yeah and i was just like see that that is what i'm talking about like to be able to my man just completely flipped the switch you know yeah yeah. and not to say it was because of us but it was because of that moment you know we helped him see a different side and it's just like that i love that man and you know you, you we you know you do we do we talk to a lot of people and you know you're not gonna reach everybody yeah. but is that that little that's the literal 
you know, example of, hey, one. Exactly. Let me get that one. Exactly. And because you don't know what his, his future can hold for him now. Yeah. And so that was the one thing that just, man, it, that when I heard that story, like, I was, I'm already pumped about what we yeah. do, but now I'm just like, all right, who, who's next? Like, I want to, <laughs> who can I help next? You know, because it's just, I love it, man, to be able to turn the story out and help a, help a parent, you know, because yeah. I believe she's a single mom as well. Yeah. yeah. So it's like, you know, you want to just be able to help make those relationships stronger. For sure. You know, so. And, you know, it's all about providing opportunity, and that's what you did. You yeah. Know, you provided opportunity for him to be able to see that there's more, that there's people that care about him. Because sometimes, man, you know, you know, the young people just get caught up with thinking that, you know, they have this tunnel vision that they're the only ones going through this. Mm -hmm. Nobody's there for them. Nobody cares about them. I'm like, yes. man, if you would just expand your vision, there's people that care about you. There's two individuals right here yes. who don't know you, but they want to be there for you. Exactly. You know what's crazy is that I really think that's what it was. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, he was angry. Yeah. Like, he yeah, was, yeah. like, angry. Like, I couldn't even put my hand, like, if I touched him, yeah. he would... No, yeah. like like jerk, and I'm like, oh, oh, like yeah. no, we're not we're not here. Mm -hmm. Like we man, we here for you, man. Exactly. We, we're doing this for you. We doing this for, you know, so you can come out, have fun, enjoy what you know what's going on out here. Um, but yeah, by the end of the day, man, we just kept talking to him, kept laughing with him, kept joking with him, and then it slowly, slowly, the guard starts coming down mm -hmm. and coming mm -hmm. down and coming down, um, to the point that. You know, he was like, man, I ain't putting on no harness. I ain't, I ain't doing none of this. Mm -hmm. And they saying, you know, you know, he's like, man, come on, why not? I mean, you know, we yeah. just talking to him. And then finally, you know, you see him over there putting the harness on. Yeah. And then you see him go climbing up. And then you like, man, here he is. And then now he's having fun. And by the time he comes down, like, you have fun? He said, yeah, man, I did. <laughs> I did, good. man. Grin ear to ear, man. So, yeah, th those are the moments that we can't, like, you don't know how many, we don't know how many people we, we will affect. You yeah. Know, we don't know, you know, there's stories like this we might not ever hear. Exactly. Exactly. Um, but. You know, we got to keep going. Exactly. Like, we won't stop we, we, because we hope that somewhere down the line that somebody take. Like, even the bikes that we give away. We gave yeah. away 140 bikes yeah. two years ago. Yeah. Man, somebody could take that bike, grab a little hope from it, and go say, what if they go start their own thing where they're giving away bikes? Exactly. As a kid. You yeah, know? exactly. So, you know, we do you guys, this. You guys are planting the seeds, man. Yep. One of the things that I always say, and I, I would even say it to educators, you know, like, look, man, our job is just to plant seeds. That's yep. it. You know, some are going to, you know how... Just anything. You go in the garden, you plant some seeds. Some are, some are going to come out okay. Yep. Some are going to die. But it's your job just to plant the seeds. Correct. You know, somebody else will water them. At the end of the day, they're going to choose whether it grows, what happens with mm -hmm. them. And so that's that's the bottom line with that. Um, any other story you guys want to share? Some good stuff, man. We got a lot. But but as far as like um, hearing those outcomes, that's probably the, the that's probably been the major one for us. Because we do, you know, we do a lot. Like, like we have a story, like we don't know the outcome of what's happened with them, yeah. but we had, um, we, was, we took bikes to Ross, Oklahoma. Uh -huh. uh, it was eight, eight bikes yes. to Ross, yep. Oklahoma. Mm -hmm. um, one day we get a phone call because our, our flyer hit channel 12 news. Yeah, okay. And uh, and these people were waiting in Ross, Oklahoma, seen it. Yeah. And the great-grandmother calls our number. Uh, so the number goes to me and Jeff. Yeah. So I happened to grab it because he was at work. So I happened to grab it. And this lady says, is this the couple that's giving away the bikes? And we're like, yeah. I said, yes, ma'am, it is. And she's like, well, I have eight great-grandchildren that I need to get bikes for. Um, will y'all help? And I was like, yes, ma'am. And yeah. I said, let me do this. Uh, I'm going to have Jeff call you because Jeff keeps that stuff organized. Yeah, yeah. Like, I'm going to have my partner Jeff call you. He's going to get the names, the ages, and then we'll move from there. For sure. 
So we're driving these bikes. It come that time, we load the bikes up. We're driving three hours to Ross, Oklahoma. We left at like six in the morning. Yeah. To to drive bikes to Ross, Oklahoma, and we get there, we couldn't find the place. The GPS. It wasn't even find. on the GPS. <laughs> I'm like, okay. Yeah. I was like, all right. So we get, get out there. And so we, I happened to call. We had to call the grandpa, the, the great grandfather, and he has to come find us in the town. Yeah. Because we went somewhere far off, yeah. had to turn back around to come back. So we get there and we drive, and then we put in this parking lot. We and then he takes us up like had to be like a half a mile, mm-hmm. dirt road that's beat up. Yeah, you know. And so we get up there to the house. Thank God he had a truck. Yeah, if it was my car, we would be jet. It was stuck. And so we get up there and we pull those bikes out, and the great the great grandfather just would couldn't stop crying, just outpour of tears, just crying. Yeah, yeah. And he looks at us and he said, "There's still great people in this world." That's good. And he's he, he he said I can't believe y'all here like he yeah. he just kept saying I cannot believe yeah. y'all yeah. are here, um, and I was like yeah we, you know if we say we're coming we're coming yeah. um and so to be able to see those kids riding around yeah with those bikes um mm-hmm. wasn't wasn't gonna get anything for Christmas mom and dad are I think locked up strung out strung out yeah. and up. they got custody of them okay great okay. grand not grandfa- grandparents great grandparents are are. Uh, or you know, have parental rights to eight yeah. great grandkids, man, and just unbelievable moments. Like those are the reasons that we do it, right? Yeah, exactly. Like when you see those those moments, you get there and you say, "Man, we're making an impact on people like this." Yeah. Like it makes it worthwhile for sure. Like sometimes you get drained, right? You yeah. get drained of of all of it, but when you see stuff like that, it gives you that boost, that extra exactly. boost, it's that B twelve shot that yeah. you need to say, "Okay, we, we're still in it for." Mm-hmm. We still we still doing what we're supposed to do. We're still on the right track of doing what God has called us to do. For sure. And that's and that's why you do it. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Because of moments like that, because yep. of situations like that, you know, and it's it's you're you're the light. Yep. You know, we go back to that, you're the light that that's gonna be there to help those people out. So what are some of your, your goals this year that you guys have and some of the things you guys are working up for the rest of twenty twenty? Twenty twenty is gonna be like a crazy year. So um the speaking has already started at a few schools. Um we're revving it up to get going because we've uh, now launched our, you know, our playbook, mm-hmm. uh, the straight up playbook, and so uh, we're we're doing the best we can to start implementing that in schools, um, curricul- along with a curriculum okay. as well. Um, we're also um, getting ready for a youth impact event uh, at a school at a local school. So we we partner with Ninja Nation. And we're taking uh, the Ninja Warrior experience to a, a school. Okay. So that our youth impact event this year will not be at Trinity Forest unless we do it in the fall. But more, uh, we're going to attack our entire school. Okay. And so we're going to take uh, Ninja Warrior courses to uh, a school, let kids have fun. Obviously, there's contracts that has mm-hmm. to be signed with the kid because if you do the not, liability. Yeah. yeah the but that, but. Uh, if you're not doing what you're supposed oh, okay, to do in class, okay, okay. Yeah. yeah, we have a, a so that's the earner, right? It's yeah. a contract. Okay. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Yeah. We just anything, any event we do, we always we want the kids to understand that in order for you to get what you need, you have to put in work, for whatever sure. that work looks yeah. like, and then you have to be responsible, you know, and accountable for what you're supposed to do. We'll give you everything else, mm-hmm. like we'll, we're paying for everything, we're giving everything for you. But we're not just going to hand it to you because it's not how the real world works, yeah, right? Sure. And so that's that's kind of one of the things we always make sure and stress about anytime we do this. Like, yes, we're giving it away, but we're not just silver platter. Yeah. Like, no, no. You you gonna have to work. That's um, good. That's, good. So, that's a good concept for them to learn. It is. Yeah. To learn that. It is. Exactly. <laughs> Nobody. Yeah. People just don't hand you stuff. Exactly. My whole life, I hadn't been handed mm-hmm. really anything. So but that's not it. 
you know, we talk about, you know, you mentioned this, Jeff, at the beginning and talks about in terms of social media. That's the picture they see. Yes, and they'll, exactly. they'll see this artist or they'll see this social media influencer or YouTube, whatever, right? Mm-hmm. And like, oh my gosh, you know, I want to do that. But do you understand the work that they put to get that? Yeah, yeah. Exactly. So Correct. that's good that. Yes. Yeah. And so then we're, um, obviously we'll, we'll do Thanksgiving meals again for families. And we have an audacious goal of 250 bikes this year. Okay. Um, well, as a, believe it or not, we've already had a commitment from a company that's going to donate 100. Oh, awesome. Very so good. that number will probably go to 300 instead of 250. Okay. Uh, it's kind of how it works every yeah, year. Yeah. We set a number and, and it, goes it goes up even more. Exactly. Beyond it. Um, you know, and then we'll probably do a fall youth, because our whole goal is to try to do two youth events okay. a year. Um, whether it's a sporting event like we did one at the Texas Rangers. Okay. Um, kids had to do quite a bit, and then we took them to a Texas Rangers game. Okay. Um, so it's, it's quite a bit, right? We, 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 we're, we're moving, we're hustling. Um, we're trying to figure out new ways to find partners to help us, you know, uh, with things. We're trying to partner with organizations, which we do a lot of, um, that their expertise is not what ours is. Yeah. And so we want to partner with them yeah. so we can become better, yeah. um, as, as a whole. And then, you know, as far as DNJ Empowerment Group, man, just continuing to, to speak and implement the values that, that helped us come from, you know, childhood to where we are today mm-hmm. and just from failures to successes today. Sure. Um, don't don't get it twisted. We ain't we're nowhere where we wanna be, yeah. but we we know we're on the right path. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. That's good. So what are some of the challenges you guys have faced? You know, because that's the thing, right? You know, we talked about putting in the work and, and you just mentioned this right now. We're we're not saying we're perfect, right? Mm-hmm. You know, and that's that's not one of the all. things that I stress as well, you know, just because because people can get it twisted, you know, mm-hmm. and I mentioned this in my last episode, you know, people can see, oh, you know, you're traveling here and speaking, oh, you got a podcast going in, but you know what, like, don't get caught up with that because nah. there's a lot more. Yeah. The picture of success includes the failures, the picture of success yep. includes the decisions that you shouldn't have made, Correct. and I can honestly say that, you know, and it includes the challenges, it includes the moments where, where you felt like, man, I'm, I'm doing this, I'm putting my work in, I'm, I'm investing and I won't see fruit. Correct. Yes. Right? That's yeah, I gotta be honest with you guys. Because that, that's, 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 that's how I felt. That's how I felt before, you know, so I was like, man, like, I don't see any fruit. Like, what's up, God? And I know, I know this is a God-given thing, and I know I'm in it for the right reasons. I know I have the heart for it. Because here's the thing. If you don't have the heart for it, you're going to quit. You yes. You're in two you years, and you're going to quit. Will. You know, yes. just be, you're going to quit. But it, when you have a heart in it, you're still going to do it. So what are some of the things you guys have faced in terms of challenges and obstacles and how have you guys overcome them? I think it's a lot of that, which, what you just mentioned. Because me and him, the one thing that kind of why we gel so well together is we're both like, the moment the idea hits our head, oh, we hit the ground running with okay. it. And, it's, and we hit it 100%. But, you know, the flip side of that where it could be a negative is sometimes you just, you hit it so fast and hard that you kind of, when you do it, you're like, well, why didn't it work? Or why isn't it we just doing as much? And then you step back, you go, oh, yeah. okay, this, we should have done this. This is a better way, you know. It, it, so that's one aspect of it. Mm-hmm. And the other aspect of it, as far as like the, any of it, the DNJ side or the nonprofit side is people, we're still, we're, we're still new. Yeah. And so it's, you know, gaining the, the trust. Trust. You know, because when you're dealing with kids, I completely understand yeah. as a parent, like, I don't want you to bring just anybody in mm-hmm. the face of my kids. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so it's just kind of really putting in that work of, you know, making sure we're doing everything, you know, integrity, character, all that stuff and saying, no, like, no, like we, there's a genuine love, a genuine mm-hmm. passion to mm-hmm. really provide these kids. Like we say, 
you'll see it in our in part of our mission statement is to provide the tools and resources to help put your kids in the you know or community person in the best possible position to succeed yeah. you know and and it's just really kind of making sure to you know uh for lack of better terms just package that to where it's like like from front to back it's not just a face value thing mm-hmm. like it, everything about us is real and you know telling the you know the school faculty principals teachers we're on the side of you of helping yeah. these kids you know and you guys are with these kids every day but we want to be that external factor when they leave that yeah. additional uh, you know so those are kind of the things in um but the the good the good thing is is through our journey what five years so far four four mm-hmm. is that you know we're learning to really take any obstacles and really break it down and say okay instead of be like oh my gosh all right what mm-hmm. break it down I'm like okay here's the better way all right let's do this and now let's make sure we make this thing concrete solid yeah. and then now when we execute man it's it it, it comes out you know it, you know and it and it rolls and uh um you know but it, that's kind of the fun part too though that at least for me that I'm starting to accept uh you know because I'm a perfectionist so if something yeah. goes wrong I'm real hard on myself yeah. but you have to understand that that's part of how you become better and so and that's how you can provide better you know structure and whatever you're providing to other people how you can make it better that's so good. I'm, I'm gonna piggyback off you real quick okay um struggles right mm-hmm. we all want things to happen fast for sure right that's our expectations that was my expectation with a lot of things we've done man we about to kill this like this is what it is like we about to murder this right exactly and that may have been a horrible word, but excuse me for but we about to, <laughs> nah, it's all good. But, but but we we're we're about to take this to another level. Yeah. And then when you look up and you went through the process of it and it didn't work, uh, and you're like, Oh man, what am I gonna do now, Lord? Yeah. Like and then you start questioning God just yeah. a little bit, saying, yeah. Is this what I'm supposed to be doing? Yeah. Was this the right move? Exactly. Was it me or is it timing? Like what is it? We we don't we don't take things for what it truly is in the beginning because we don't we don't we don't think about the process of it, right? We think the process is going to be easy that we're just going to start it and it's going to blow up and we're going to make millions of dollars. That's not how it works. Mm-hmm. There's a process involved with everything that we do. If God gave me a million dollars up front, what am I going to do with it? Mm-hmm. Will I blow it mm-hmm. because my head the whole time was about money? Yeah. Or was my head the whole time about impacting the lives of somebody else and that money doesn't matter, like it's going to come regardless. For sure. But we always look at the prize at the end instead of the prize, instead of the work that it's going to take to get to that prize yeah. that's at the end. Mm-hmm. And so we fail um, at that. And I failed at that several times over the past, since 2011. I yeah. failed several times because I think that it's supposed to happen now. Yeah. And it's not on my time, it's on God's time. Yeah. And so the problem with that is is that, right? My mindset is totally different. But the good part is like it's just coming from that and learning from mm-hmm. those mm-hmm. mistakes and saying, okay, this is what needs to happen. And did I truly spend the time with God that I was supposed to spend mm-hmm. to make sure that mm-hmm. this was his vision, not my vision? Mm-hmm. Because ultimately, when I started trying to do it on my own and started trying to say, I got to muscle through this because yeah. it didn't work, so I got I to gotta, I gotta wheel it. I got to muscle through. And, and, and God is like, no, yeah. you don't. You need to get that to me. Yeah, mm. I got this. Yeah, for sure. And so, yeah, yeah, the struggles are real, right? But, but also knowing that there's a process involved with everything that you do, and it just doesn't happen overnight when you think it's supposed yeah. to. We've been doing this for four years. We just got paid for speaking. Yeah. Hello. Yeah. Four years of speaking, giving yeah. away free content. Yeah. We just got paid. Mm-hmm. 
to success. That's it. You know yeah, I mean, it, it's a process. That's the thing. You know, one of the things that that I always like to say is, if you go through something, any type of situation, and you didn't learn from it, you went through it in vain. Yeah. You know, you went through it in vain. So there's something that you you guys are going through through this process that it's only going to make you better. It's only going to make your organization better. And it's only, you guys talking about speaking, it's only going to make your message better. Absolutely, yeah. Because you're like, look, I live this, you know? I, I didn't read it in a book. Although I read a lot of books, right? Yeah. I didn't read it in a book. Yeah. I lived this, you know? Exactly, yep. And that, and that exactly is the best thing that, that when you speak from the heart, you're always going to find listeners. Correct. People will always gravitate towards you because people, people can feel authenticity. Absolutely. People can feel genuineness. So, for sure. Very good. So you guys have a platform, man. You know, obviously you're doing a lot of work for, you know, for young people. You guys are active on social media. And and I truly believe this. Like I said at the beginning, you guys are educators. You guys are providing hope. You guys are, are drawing out the potential from people. So what Correct. do you feel are the two to three most important things you must share with your followers? Man, most importantly, man, is just we want them to know that we are for them, that they are not alone, that... Um, we don't have this thing called life worked out. We're not perfect at it. We probably we will never be perfect at it. Um, the Bible says we will have trials and tribulations, so we're going to go through them. But the most important part that we want is to walk those out with you. Like um, Jeff has come to me about an online course, so we are literally about to break down the straight up playbook and make it as an online course as well, okay. plus Zoom calls and accountability. These, mm -hmm. these things are coming, right? And so because we want to walk life out with people. Yeah. Um, our, uh, what we want is to give people uh, a little bit more hope, pull out, as, as you say, their best, right? We want them to be their absolute best version of themselves every single day. Our number one value in our straight up playbook is be great daily. Okay. You cannot fulfill any goal, purpose, or passion that we have, that you have inside of you if you're not being great 100% of the time. For sure. The, the message that I give, gave to those kids, it was that, yes, you're going to be sick. Yes, you're going to be hurt. Yes, you, you're in pain. Yeah, some days you you don't even feel like doing it. But, the, but if you're 70%, don't give me 70% of 70%. Mm -hmm. Give me 100% of 70%. Mm -hmm. Because if you do that, you are still well on your way to achieving any goal or any or any uh a dream or fulfilling making any dream come true that you ever thought was possible. You can't do that by giving seventy percent. You okay. gotta be a hundred percent. You yep. gotta give a hundred percent every day. So yeah, we want to walk this thing called life out with them. We want people to know that we don't know it all. We're not claiming to know it all. We're not perfect. We're not claiming to be perfect. But we do. Um, but what we do, we do it well, and we want to be able to share that with, with the world. And so our whole mission in life and our whole mission as a company is to impact the lives of others. That's good, man. Very good. Yeah. Jeff, want to add anything to For that? me, man, it's just like just giving, conveying the message, like don't give up. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, one of the things I try to tell people is like you got to look at the whole span of your life now and then where it can be. Like yeah. for us, we're 36 years in, mm -hmm. right? And every moment, you know, I could look at it like, this is this is it. This is too much. You know what I mean? This is how my whole life is. And like, no, no, no. If you really sat there and drew, drew it out, you could see it's just a little line yeah. out of the whole timeline. Yeah. And there was one quote that I read is like, right now, uh, you're undefeated in the game of life. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? Like, because you're still here, you're still moving. Yeah. And that's just what I want to teach kids. Because when we spoke at one of the middle schools and we did questions, uh, kids came and asked us questions after, man. And... Rough. 
these kids are 12 and 13 and, yeah. and their stories is like one of them I, I couldn't even answer the question because it was like I told we had to tell like hey you that's something you need to speak to the counselor yeah and then we made sure to tell the faculty like hey like you got to keep an eye on yeah. this one but it, it's just like a lot of them man when you hear them speak they literally felt like there's it's like I, there's nowhere I can go I'm yeah. stuck yeah and I just, I, you know, the one thing that we just try to tell them, like, no, you're not stuck. Like, you have to fight. You have to continue to fight. Like, mm-hmm. no matter how hard or the trials and tribulations, if you continue to fight, like, I, there's not many things I promise and guarantee, but I promise as far as your life's concerned, if you continue to fight, you will make it out on the other side. Like, you, no. you absolutely will. But, you know, it's just sad that some kids and even adults feel that way. They yeah. just feel like, you know what? Nope, this is it. I'm done, and then you know all the things that come after that, and it's like no man, just just keep that glimmer of hope, and you know if and if it's just us, you know, for a kid to be able to talk to us and just feel that open to talk yeah. about yeah. those things, yeah. and then just for us to let them know, like no, it's okay, and then for us for them to feel like this is my my pillar, these guys will yeah. be my anchor, yeah. you know, at least to start, yeah, and and um that's kind of one of the things I want to just whoever is listening out there, you know, yeah whatever you're going through yeah. family financial like just emotional like keep fighting like yeah. we we are built to survive we are built to adapt yeah. as just human beings and so you will make it but you just got to be able to kind of figure out a way to flip that switch whatever that switch is for you yeah. um you know so that's kind of my message always yeah. to anybody yeah for sure to, to end it like what he you know what jeff is saying i mean which i just feel like it's something good like we did an exercise i did an exercise with the entire Gym, mm-hmm. yeah, and I have made them all find their pulse. Mm-hmm. Um, and once you know, you do got your clowners out there that didn't, mm-hmm. ah, yeah. I can't find it, I can't, you know. Yeah. But ultimately, when we got serious yeah. and everybody found a pulse, I said, Can you feel your pulse? Yes, okay, that pulse is your purpose, mm-hmm. that pulse is mm-hmm. the reason That's you're good. here. I like that, that pulse. It, that post lets you know that you are here for a purpose and you're here on purpose. You are not a mistake. Yeah. You are valued. You are loved. Somebody loves you. And you and, and I said you are destined for greatness. You are no. destined for something here on this earth that only you can fulfill. Mm-hmm. Nobody else can fulfill the purpose and what the, the vision and purpose that God has put inside of you. Mm-hmm. That if you don't fulfill it, if you don't achieve it, then nope, we will never see it. This mm-hmm. world will never see mm-hmm. that one thing that God has put inside of you that you're supposed to give to the world. So understand that you are here for a purpose that you are destined for. And the only way we see it is if you pull it out. That's right. And so, man, it is, is, that's it. Like, that, for me, that's it. Like, knowing that purpose, that you have a purpose. Like, I didn't know my purpose for a long time. It's in my book. I didn't know that I had a purpose for the longest time, right? I, I knew that I was supposed to do something on this earth, but yeah. I didn't know what it looked like. Yeah. Um, and I was struggling. You know, you know, 2011, I was sleeping in my car. Only person who knew about it was Jeff and my, my best friend, JP. Right? I had nowhere to go. Yeah. Um, I had somewhere to go. I chose not to because yeah, yeah, I was for stubborn. Sure, for sure. Um, but but I had to realize that I was redeemed and that I that I did have a purpose in yeah. this world. And, it's start, and now I'm starting to see yeah. clearly what God has called me yeah. to do. And that's what, like Jeff said, you got to keep going. Exactly. Because it will be revealed yeah. to you. But you have to ask. Yeah. I love that, man. I love that. You know, one of the things I was just thinking, you know, as adults, we get it, man. You know, we get older, 
you know, we get, we have bills, right? Yep. We, we, you know, relationships, you know, jobs, all this, all this stresses of life. Yep. But to, but to hear Jeff, you talk about how, man, these kids are going through stuff. And again, yeah, you know, I've seen it, you know, working in schools mm-hmm. as well. Man, you're too young to be feeling like yes. that, you know? Yes. <laughs> I'm like, exactly. and so this is why, and I want to, I want to tell you guys this, this is why God has y'all here, man. Because you, like you said, Jeff, you're going to be that pillar, man. You're going to, you're going to hear that. They're going to hear a message from you mm-hmm. and you, Darrell. They're going to be like, man, and it may be the first time they ever heard that, but they got to hear that. This yeah. is stuff that the whole education system, and man, we may have to get another podcast, but yeah. <laughs> the whole education system is is broke, man, Yeah, because these are the messages. Look, I, I get learning math. I get yeah, learning absolutely. science. I get I get all that, mm-hmm. but man, this is the, this is the thing that maybe they're not getting from their yep. parents. Yeah. They, ha- they have to get it from somebody, man, so yeah. that's why you guys are here, and I know you guys know that, but I just wanted to reiterate that because I can feel Thank your you, heart. Man. I can feel your passion. And as you were saying that, my man, that's why God has you there, man. So you can be there. Yeah. And that's what one of the things that, in the terms of the speaking game, right? In terms of the speaking business, you know, you never, you never want to, because I, I see it. I'm, I'm sure you guys feel the same way. You know, you'll see people like, man, they're speaking, they're speaking. What's up? I got the same message. What's up? We're just saying it differently, right? But here's here's a beautiful thing. You guys may be enter. You may you guys may enter schools that other speakers may never enter. Yeah. And you were there for for those kids. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it is. It's a big world out there. Yeah. There's a lot of schools out there. You know, there's a lot of schools out there, a lot of communities out there, and God's going to place you exactly where he wants Absolutely. you to be. Yeah, it's Absolutely. Absolutely, man. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Yeah. So, all right, so tell us about this play, but where can, we, where can people find it? Where can people find more information about you guys? Because, man, I, again, I appreciate you guys, you know, you know, just sharing your Saturday morning with me. You know, this will be up, you know, on Monday. Yeah. So uh, it'll be up Monday. It'll be ready to go on Monday. But where can people, you know, contact you if they if they want to help out? Mm-hmm. Here's your chance. So for uh, DNJ and in the playbook is uh, the website is www.djempowerment.com. That's where you can literally reach out to us, contact us, see all our content, the playbook. The link is uh, will be up there uh, shortly. I'm building that out, um, but they'll be able to get our playbook from there. Okay. Um, that's uh, like I said, we're building the course out, but once we get the course built out, that'll be up there and available as well. Um, you know, you can contact us as far as speaking or just anything else. And then for the nonprofit side, it's going to be www.straightupnation.org. Um, same thing there. If you want to uh, see all the events that we've done, upcoming events, if you want to volunteer, there's a, a volunteer tab. And then also, if you would like to kind of be a part of our movement and would like to donate and kind of help us with, you know, being a positive influence in the community mm-hmm. and being able to give back, uh, we have our donation page there as well. Um, and so that's kind of where you can reach us. It has all our emails and contact information. Um, yeah, man. And we're just trying to really spread you know out and and you know one of the things we say and some people say it's kind of it's kind of huge but we're trying to impact the world yeah, like you know sure. yeah. we're starting out here in the community but eventually man we want to be able to reach people all over the globe exactly. and uh you know be able to affect them in a positive way you know always seek the impact of live others that's Correct. that's another number eight. number eight core value so um yeah so those are the two places man and uh you know and like i said everything will be up for the playbook and, and in the online course. yeah to elaborate on the playbook so don't i don't we don't want people to mistake the playbook as a full book okay what it is is a guide okay it's a yeah. guide of our eight principles it okay. gives you a bullet maybe a, a inspirational saying and then it gives you a bullet of who you are in that core value okay. cool um and then obviously it has place for notes it has we have questions in there. it's almost like a workbook as well okay it has questions notes workbook okay. goals it has a goal sheet in there okay 
um, as well. And so, um, you know, we, we just want to elaborate on that, man. And and people say, you know, we got, obviously got the hat, the shirts, you know, say everything. Yeah, straight you up. guys repping, man. What does yeah. straight up mean? What is straight? Well, straight up, you know, I, I tell Jeff, me and Jeff tell people all the time, but yeah, it's, it's, it's universal, right? It's been around since before we were born. People yeah. say been saying straight up yeah. for generations, right? But straight up means something a little bit different to us, right? Yeah. Straight up comes from a place where we believe it means in our belief is that it, it means uh, in impacting lives of somebody else. Yeah. Every day you wake up, how can you impact the life of somebody else? It's about being authentic. It's yeah. about being who you've truly been called to be and uh, doing what you've been called to do. We we say it's a way of life. So yeah. straight up straight up is not just a saying to yeah. us. It's a way of life. That's we good. live it. That's good. Um, and so, yeah. The, um, so when people see us wearing the shirts and the hats and the wristbands and everything, they say, what does is, what is straight up mean? Well, this, you know, it's about it's about somebody else. It's not about you. That's good. That's good, man. Yeah, man. Well, anything else you guys want to share, man? I really appreciate it. No, man. We just want to thank you, man, thank for you. allowing us uh, on your podcast, yeah, man, to definitely. be on your platform with you, man. Um, it's it's definitely thankful, and and uh, hopefully, you know, whoever listens to this, or you know, they'll they'll kind of gain something from Absolutely. it and and get a better understanding of what we're about, man. And then, um, you know, so we're just truly thankful, man. Absolutely. I appreciate it. I appreciate you guys. Oh, thank you, I appreciate man. you guys. Like you know. What you said, Darrell, right now, it's not about us, right? It's mm -hmm. not about it's about other people. And I feel the same way, man. If if God has given me this opportunity to to do this, to do this podcast, I just want to you know help others out as well, man. Because we're in this together, man. Yeah. At the end of the day, we we we, we all want to well, we in here in this room right now, we just want to impact people, man. Absolutely. So yeah, you know, to give you guys because I I've been there, man. I've been. Like, man, how can I get this message out? I know that God is giving me this message. I know that yeah. I feel this passion and this. How can I? How can I? And it, it's God, you know, placing people in your life that open doors for you that exactly. allow you to share that. Correct. So that's what I want to do. Yep. And yep. I always told myself this. I always told myself, God, whenever I, I get to a spot where I can do that for us, I'm going to do it. And I'll never forget this. Um, and I'll share this with you guys because you, you, one of the goals you talked about was, you know, speaking a lot more in, in 2020. So I remember, you know, going through my through my just dry season, right? Mm -hmm. Was the speaking? I was like, well, I want to get better. I want to learn more. So I started emailing people, emailing speakers probably didn't hear back from maybe heard back from two let's just say i emailed 15 right just throwing the number out there email a lot probably heard back from two mm. and i'm like man what's up right because these are people who you see and they're talking about empowering people yeah, and yeah. motivating people they get they can't just take time to just email back and i get it maybe they get thousands of emails mm -hmm. but still right i mean yeah. hey you know hey At some point something huh? right so anyways i'll never forget this i had somebody email me and he was like hey can you give me some tips and I was like, you know what? This is what I want, right? I want somebody to email me back. So I'm going to email this guy back. So I emailed him back. And you know what he said? He's like, thank you. He's like, I emailed, you know, 10 other speakers and you're the only one that responded. See? Yeah, see? That's what it's about, man. And I said, you know what? Hey, if I can be a blessing, I'm going to be a blessing. Absolutely. You know, so forget what everybody else did to me because sometimes we can get caught up in mm -hmm. that. Yeah. But no, nah, man, that, like I said, that's why I wanted you guys on here because I want to provide that just that that platform for you guys to just continue sharing this message because you i mean you're doing it man and you guys have the right heart to do it man so thank you guys no thank, thank you, you man appreciate thank it you. all right so we'll have to do another one man after you know yes maybe in a couple months man yeah, but definitely. thank you guys so much and i'll put the information where they can find you on the show notes okay Perfect. all right god bless you guys thank, thank you, you man. all right that about wraps up another episode of mission driven with ac Cristalis. and before i go I have a special guest with me right now who's going to record a little bit of the outro with me. Who, who, who's next to me? Isabella. Isabella what? 
Cristalis. Isabella Cristalis. Hey, tell the listeners what you got going this week at school because you're not going to go to school. Where are you going? Fifth grade camp. Fifth grade camp. Are you excited? Yes. Why are you excited? Because, because I don't get what? to go to school. Because you don't get to go to school. I don't know about this camp. You going to miss us? Yes. Are you? Mm-hmm. We're going to miss you too, but you're going to have a great time, right? Yes. All right, baby. So say say something to the listeners. Have a good day. Have a good day. All right, baby. Thank you so much. So there you go, guys. Thank you again for your support on Mission Driven with AC Cristalis. I hope that you guys have a blessed week. And if you've enjoyed listening to this podcast, please, please, please don't forget to rate and review it. Don't forget to follow me on YouTube or on Spotify or on Apple Podcasts. Subscribe to the podcast. So remember, the mission is now, so remain mission-driven. And as always, faith, hope, love.